502nd edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head on over to Cut.com, that's K-U-T-T dot com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter our Super Bowl 58 props contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl props for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Heidi Ho to Jen Reno's. Welcome to episode 502 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Who should I give this one out to? Let's see who commented last. Combat Shaman, this is going out to you. Um, actually, no. Already no, Combat Shaman's a good one. He, he, he gives yeah. us nice nice Combat Shaman's nice a good one. All right. You, Combat Shaman, this goes out to you. I've given you one already, but I'll give you another one. Uh, thanks for coming to the show, episode 502. Going to pull back the curtain here. Gumby Vreeland totally butchered the opening <laughs> of this show. He said, I thought you were going to dedicate two. I thought and you were going to dedicate it to everybody who does ad reads with one take. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gumby makes me do the ad reads live and he doesn't edit them, but no, he insisted. He butchered. He said we were episode 402 and then he butchered every ad read off the top. Um, but yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm going to edit it. So yeah. So you, you didn't get to hear that. We'll have a blooper tape at some point, hopefully. Um, hopefully this episode isn't blooper filled, but if I'm involved, it probably will be. It's uh, and it's UFC fight night. And Gummy let me know. He brought it to my attention that there is uh, there's six fights on the main card, and four of them are middleweight fights. So this is going to be one hell of an apex card, is it not? It sure is. I um, I love I love the fact that this is going to be all middleweights because at least you know what you're getting into. Like I, I feel like we should all know what we're getting into ahead of time. The UFC back in the day, some of you might remember this. They had an all heavyweights card where the entire yes, pay per view. Yes. Was heavyweight, yeah, yeah. It was all heavyweight fights on a pay per view main card, and it was exactly what you thought it was going to be. And I feel like this mm-hmm. is going to be it too. <laughs> uh, the man speaking there is Gumby Vreeland, of course, the butcher of ads, uh, the butcherer of ads. I'm butchering words myself. Um, we're and the event we're speaking of is you see fighting Hermanson versus Piper, a middleweight fight on top, middleweight fight third from the top, and then fourth from the top, and then uh. Six from the top, so a middleweight galore. The opener is a middleweight fight as well. Uh, yesterday's episode was, oh, it wasn't a train wreck. It was a fun episode. We were all over the map, and we also uh, squeezed in uh, picks for eight prelim fights. We differed on two of them, um, so we both have the same amount of dogs and everything there. So listen to that if you haven't already, um, or watch it, or do both, actually. It would help us out. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the very least. I forgot to mention that last time. MMA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe there. Get our subscribers up so we can start squeezing YouTube for money. Um, they can afford to pay us. Come on. All right. Six fights we're breaking down today. It's going down at the UFC Apex this Saturday night. That would be February the 10th. May uh, Prelims for 4 p.m. Main card is 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, we got all our silliness out last episode. We're going to get right down to business here, right? Um, we're going to start off with middleweights. Can you believe that, Gumby? Middleweights. That's that's how it starts, yeah. 
It's crazy. Oh, and these are on ES- ESPN Plus. I don't know how they can keep a card like this on ESPN Plus instead of letting the whole world see it, but nonetheless. Um, Hadolfo Vieira from Brazil versus Armin Petrosian from where? Ryan H. Where's he from? Armenia, of course. Um, all right. I should have dedicated to our, Well, I'll, Ryan H. will get an episode dedicated to him if his countryman Petrosian comes through. We'll tell you about him first. Armin Petrosian, he is Superman. Eight and two with five knockouts. He's been knocked out once, so he's pretty durable. I would say 3-1 in the UFC. He's won two straight, 1-0 on Contender Series. He's fight at light heavyweight, multiple regional championships on his. Mando. Correct. The shirt, sportsgamingpockets.com slash store. Getting that, out, uh, getting that going early this episode. Three inches taller than Vieira, a year younger. Seems like he should be way younger, but nope, only a year. Better striking stats, more active landing strikes. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by and contender series opponents by almost three strikes per minute. He's at plus 2.94 in strike differential, and he's at plus 100. The numbers gotten a little worse for people that are betting on him. It was a little uh, better before that. Uh, Vieira, the black belt hunter, nine and two, one knockout, eight submissions. So he's finished everyone. He's been submitted once. He owes his rounds. Four and two in the UFC, loss, win, loss, win over his last four, including winning his last five via submission. He's fed at light heavyweight, just like Petrosian. He's a multi-time world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Perhaps you've heard of that. Two inches of reach over Petrosian. Better grappling stats, not surprisingly. Uh, he has been outstruck though in the UFC, which isn't a surprise either. Negative strike differential of 1.48, minus 118. This fight was scheduled. Do you remember when it was originally scheduled, Gumby? Off the top of your head. Uh, n- th- this one was a while ago, was it not? Was it November? Yeah. We, we we did break it down at that time. I picked Petrosian at that time. I went with the striker over the grappler, as I always do. And the guy, I think, is going to have a better gas tank. And I'm going with Petrosian again. I feel like we were getting him for a better number the first go-around, though. I can't remember if you were or not, but I do remember I was on Vieta then, and I'm on Vieta now. I uh, right. he, Here's my problem, is is that I hear the, the gas tank excuse, right? Because I think everybody thinks of Rodolfo Vieta in thinks of his fight with uh, Alexander Fluffy Hernandez and saw him gas out in there and wind up getting submitted by a guy who's like one eighth as good as he is at jujitsu. No offense to Fluffy. He's great at jujitsu, but Rodolfo is just like an absolute, you know, jujitsu machine. And I think people see that fight and are like, nothing's changed, but like he's shown that stuff has changed. He has then gone deeper into fights since then. He's looked much better. He's clearly buttoned up some of his striking. So it's not just like spamming takedowns anymore. Like he's improved in a lot of different ways that make me feel better about him here. And I don't mean to be mean to Petrosian here, but just like the takedown defense just doesn't seem like it's there. Uh, and I don't know how long Hodolfo will have to spend on the mat with Petrosian in order to, to put him away. But I think we're going to find out. Uh, I, I think we're going to find out here because I think it's going to the mat. And I think it's going to the mat as often as Hodolfo wants it to. All right. We're differing right <coughs> excuse me, right out of the bat, which is fine. Um, makes it more interesting, correct? All right. One more time. Clear my throat one more time. <coughs> okay. I guess I can still talk. We're going lightweights next. Uh, a rare non-middleweight fight on the card. And it's got Michael Johnson in it. Yes, still in the UFC. Michael Johnson versus Darius Flowers, both from the United States of America. Um, we're such weirdos that we actually discussed this fight off air. <laughs> <coughs> That's strange. All right, Flowers, we're talking about first. Beast Mode is the nickname. 12-6-1, eight knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted five times, so he owes us rounds. 0-1 the UFC, 1-0 contender series, 4-1 and over his last five. Did get submitted in his last fight. He's fight at welterweight and middleweight. 0-3 in pro boxing, 
eight years younger than Johnson. He got outstruck in the UFC and contender series by a combined 2.83 strikes per minute, plus 116. Johnson, Dennis, not Dennis the Menace, <laughs> Michael the Menace Johnson, 21 and 19. Nine knockouts, two submissions, but knocked out three times, submitted nine times. He does not owe us rounds. Oh, yes, he owes his rounds. That means, yes. 13 and 15 in the UFC. Win-loss, win-loss over his last four. He got knocked out in his last fight. He's fed at featherweight. Has missed weight before. 4-0 in the Ultimate Fighter. Multi-region championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamblingpockets.com slash store. 2008 Pro MMA debut. Inch height, two inches of reach on flowers. Better striking stats. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.37 strikes per minute. Minus 125. All right, Gumby. Go ahead. Mad props to you if you can tell me who Michael Johnson lost to on the finale of the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I want to say Nate Diaz, but it wasn't, was it? No, that Nate, Nate Diaz beat, uh, beat the Armenian dude. Um, the Armenian dude. Yeah, the other Armenian dude. No, Michael Johnson uh, lost to Jonathan Brookins. Do you remember Jonathan? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. he didn't really pan out. No, nah, he, he kind of disappeared. Um, But that being said, love Jonathan Brookins. Uh, I'm going with Darius Flowers here. Uh, and I have been maybe the premier Darius Flowers hater in the MMA Ooh. space. Uh, he fought a guy who I really liked, Armin Gogoladze on Contender Series. I thought he did not show that he was better than Gogoladze. Gogoladze, like, in a freak accident, dislocated his shoulder. Flowers took credit for it. I hated on Flowers after that. <laughs> Said he was a crappy fighter. You know, a whole, whole bunch of things like that. I've been the premier hater of Darius Flowers. Now... This morning I woke up and I said, is he going to lose to Michael Johnson or am I irrationally hating this man? And I went back and I watched him fight Jake Matthews, which by the way is up a weight class. That's that's it at welterweight. And against mm-hmm. Jake Matthews, he actually landed some really good shots. He had some nice boxing. He went to the body and back up top and he tagged Jake Matthews more than once. Now, he eventually lost that fight because he got bodied and submitted on the mat. I don't think Michael Johnson is taking him down to the mat and submitting him anytime soon. And I do think Darius Flowers could knock him out. I think Michael Johnson has taken a lot of abuse in his career. I'm not saying Darius, you know, I'm completely changing my tune on Darius Flowers. And I think he's a world beater now. But I think he's a Michael Johnson beater. So give me Darius Flowers on this. (laughs) That's a pretty good title right there. Uh, I'm going Michael Johnson. I still have... I don't know if I have faith in him, but I have faith in this <laughs> you're fight, betting him as a favorite in 2024. <laughs> yeah, I know it's wild. <laughs> what was the title I just said was going to be? A Michael Johnson beater. That's what you yeah, said. He's a, right? Michael, he's a Michael leader, Johnson Michael beater. <laughs> Good line. Uh, I'm taking Michael Johnson. I think he's going to be better striker, but who's who's to say? Really? <laughs> we, this is an interesting. Fight, to say. To <laughs> who's to say? Us, this is uh, a middleweight ass lightweight fight. That's what this is. It is. Even the, even the non middleweight <laughs> fights are middleweight fights here. All right. Before we move on with this mediocre middleweight card, DraftKings, not mediocre. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet big, can bet, excuse me, on the big game and turn five bucks into $200 instantly in bonus bets. Gumby says they always get their, DraftKings always gets their prop lines up early, which is true. Um, And that's obviously the case for the Super Bowl as well. So check out that there. Uh, you can do that by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And by using code SGP, new customers can bet 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code 
SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Or in West Virginia, call visit. Excuse me, www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, MMA, they got it all. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times with some spicy plays. Gummy's going to give you a play right now. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, you know we we talked about liking Carlos Prochis on our last episode, and right now his higher lower than on his significant strikes is only thirty three and a half. I have to imagine that's just because they think he's gonna knock Trevin Giles out too fast. Um, I'm gonna give Trevin Giles a little credit, and I think he takes the beating, uh, and and we get up to at least thirty four significant strikes. So give me Carlos Prochis is higher than on his significant strikes. All right, you have been told. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mo- mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code MMA, SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code MMA, SGPN. All right, are we move- what kind of fight are we moving to next? A middleweight fight. Oh, my God, I didn't even look, but uh, I bet Gumby didn't have to look either. It is a middleweight fight. Brad Tavares, United States of America. Gregory Hodhiguez, obviously by my, my pronunciation, you know he's from Brazil. Guess he could be from Portugal as well, right? Do they do they do that? I don't the know. Silent I don't know the Portugal. Answer. No, because same language, but yeah, interesting question. All right, <laughs> is it an interesting question? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a question. We'll we'll just leave it at that. Um, Brad Tavares, twenty and eight, five knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out four times. <laughs> 15 and 8 in the UFC, 1 and 2 over his last three, 3 and 2 over his last five. Did win his last fight. Who did he beat, Gumby? Remind everyone. Uh Chris Weidman. Yeah, I, I believe you called him something different on uh, on your podcast. It was like 100 year old Chris Weidman. Yeah, or brain damage <laughs> or something. <laughs> um 2007, Brad Tavares has been fighting professionally in the MMA sphere since. Uh, he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.35 strikes per minute, plus 205. Hobo cop. Gregory Hodhiguez, the Brazilian Obama, 14 and 5, nine knockouts, three submissions, been knocked out three times, five and two in the UFC, three and one over his last four, including winning his last fight via knockout. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct shirt, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store. He has missed weight before, 01 in contender series, 2014 pro MMA debut, two inches height, one inch reach, five years younger than Tavares. He's more active landing strikes and has better grappling stats. Uh, he's got a positive strike differential of 0.32 strikes per minute, minus 238. It's me, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hodhiguez obviously is the pick over old ba- broken down, maybe not broken down, but old Brad Tavares, um, who someone in the Discord, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was, maybe Crunch? Yeah. Um, thinks Brad Tavares is a knockout artist, which is the thing <laughs> I thought forever too, until you actually like pay attention, like, oh no, he doesn't finish anyone. He's, so he's knocked out two people in the last 13 years. 
One of them, go. one of them was uh, Christoph Jaco six years ago. The other one was in 2011. He knocked out Phil Baroni, <laughs> which is yeah. It's been a minute since he's knocked anybody really out. Um, yeah. And actually, I, I think that that's a big piece of why I'm taking Hot Higas here too. I actually think. I think this line is too heavy on how he gets. I, I think he should be a smaller favorite here. Um, I, I'm going to pick him to win because I think he's going to win. I'm not terribly enticed by that Brad Tavares line, but I do think there's not a lot of value here on, on how he gets because what we've seen from him is kind of a little bit of, I don't, I don't want to call it cardio issue, but almost he like punches himself out, right? Like he, he's just so damn aggressive sometimes that it sometimes gets the best of him. And Tavares is durable. Like, you can give him that. Like, he's been put away a few times recently, but, like, historically has been durable. I just don't know that Tavares is also good enough to take advantage of that, like, tiring hot he gets. And he's certainly not going to put him away because nobody he, – he doesn't get KOs or at least hasn't in you – know, he's gotten one in the last 13 years. So, like, I, I'm not going with Brad Tavares here to get a finish. And as a result, like – it almost feels like as a default, if you're not going to take somebody to surprise Hadiguez with like late onslaught and when he gets tired, you kind of just have to pick Hadiguez all the time. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Hobo Cop here. Hobo Cop is our both our picks here. All right. Um, what are we moving on to next, Gumby? Middleweight. Middleweight. <laughs> are we even really moving on or is, are we just stuck in a loop here? Um, it's different names. Uh, so maybe it is middleweight, different middleweight fight. Third from the top is middleweight fight. With Ihar Pachiera, that's all you need to know. Uh, from Ukraine versus Robert Brissick. Brissick. See, I did forget. You you, yeah, you said it. I tried it to help you before we started recording. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Brysik. Brysik, right. He's from Poland. I always butcher the Polish names, don't I? You do. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Pachiera, duelist is the nickname. 20 and 5. Nine knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out four times. This is he's taking this fight on short notice, down a weight class. What could go wrong, Gumby? <laughs> hey, that a good, a good way to save your career. One and three in the UFC. Zero oh and two over his last two. Obviously, one and three over his last four. All of those fights have been finishes. So he owes his rounds. Used to fight at light heavyweight, as I said. Used to fight at heavyweight as well. One low on contender series. He's three inches taller than Brysik. I said it wrong again, didn't I? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> six years younger plus 165 brick check 17 and 5 i know that was wrong 11 knockouts one submission he's been knocked out once submitted once this is his ufc debut he's won five straight fights seven of his last nine all uh the last five have come via finish he's fed at 170 pounds multiple region championships on his mantle correct it's shirts sports game store 2011 pro on may debut minus 195 and i did do some film research on this gentleman, Gumby. It was really easy to do. Do you want to know why? Why? He fought an uh, octagon. Yeah, he fought an octagon, and they make their stuff super available, which is probably part of the rise yep. of popularity. Um, my turn to pick. I'm going Brysik. Uh, I think, first of all, what a nightmare move to be a one-in-four guy in the UFC and then try to save your job by dropping a weight class on short notice. <laughs> like, his brain is going to have nothing left in it he will have a de de dehydrated raisin of a brain uh by the time this fight rolls around and brysik i, I want to say it was i wish i could give credit to the right twitter, twitter account so if i'm giving it to the wrong one forgive me i believe it was blaine henry he's the guy who does the fight library stuff very knowledgeable guy in terms of stuff he, he posted a video of brysik and he's like what's this 
a middleweight who throws straight punches get out of town um and like it's true brysick throws like very nice straight punches he also man i can't believe i'm saying this about a middleweight he goes down to the body when he hurts you to make sure you uncover your you uncover your head so he can hit you there again it's almost like he has like a complete skill set of striking now no i'd I'd like to see a lot more of his grappling before you know, I go all in on being on like the Robert Brysick is a middleweight contender train. But I would also say this, like there's not a ton of great wrestlers at, at middleweight to begin with. And then also Potiera isn't going to wrestle him. He's going to box with him. So like this is the perfect debut for him. Uh, it's the perfect thing to set him on the right trajectory. Uh, give me Brysick here all day. What, what did you say the number on him was? Um, It's a pretty good one. Uh, minus 195. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, what I saw when I was watching him is very aggressive, um, a lot of power. So, uh, yeah, probably not good for Pachiero. So, yeah, Brysik <laughs> is Brysik is my pick here as well. Um, interesting prospect. We don't see a lot of people coming from Octagon because uh, no, because they're paying them like well. K- yeah, KSW they they pay them well. So, um, yeah, he's our pick. You know what else is our picks? Um, whatever I'm going to transition to next, Gumby, which is what. Super Bowl 58 props contest. That's what I'm transitioning to. Run by us, Sports Gambling Podcast. $1,000 winner take all contest, free to enter. You pick 58 different props for Super Bowl 58. You can enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58. That's SB58. Or the link in the SGPN app, which you all should have on your devices already. We are brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's US based and available in 40 states. Peer to peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. And there's tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower big and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. And the rewards are you get your cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Plus, our partners at Cut are giving away $5,000 to the user who refers the most new depositors by the end of Super Bowl weekend. All you have to do is invite your friends to sign up for Cut via the Invite Friend button on your dashboard and have them deposit before Monday. The user with the most depositor referrals will get $5,000 in site credit automatically added to their account next week. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And with all that money you're going to win, you can go to Game Time and get yourself some tickets, even if it's last minute, because Game Time is the spot to go for last-minute ticket deals. You can get plenty months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, MMA, and more. Game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Here's what you got to do: snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time by downloading the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Gumby. The joke would be, what are we moving to next? What weight class? It actually is a different weight class, and it's not really a middleweight fight either. Uh, it's a featherweight fight. Not a featherweight fight disguised uh, as a middleweight fight. It's it's a legit featherweight fight. Dan Ige versus Andre Feely. 
three five-minute rounds, 145 pounds. Touchy, feely, we will tell you about first. 23 and 10 with one no contest. 10 knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. He's taking this fight on short notice, feeling in for the Roni Murphy. 11 and 9 with one no contest in the UFC. Loss win, loss win over his last four fights. He won in the last fight via TKO. Has missed weight before. 2009 pro MMA debut. Four inches taller, three inches of reach on Ige. So he'll be bigger in the cage. He's bigger than most uh, guys in his weight class. Though uh, better grappling stats than Ige. Uh, and Feely has been outstruck in the UFC by 0.25 strikes per minute. Plus 150. 50K, one of our favorite nicknames. Dan Ige. Not the Danimal anymore. 17 and 7. Five knockouts, five submissions, never been finished in a fight. Nine and six in the UFC, two and one over his last three, two and five over his last seven. He did lose his last fight, one no in contender series, 2014 pro MMA debut. A year younger than Feely, better striking stats. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.23 strikes per minute, minus 170. Gumby? I think it's Gumby's turn. Um, I don't know whose turn it is. I, you, I, 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 me, regardless, you, me, dude, that's well, me. Well, let's it's stall me. for a second and say, do you know the name that came in between the Danimal and 50K? You always, uh, you've, we've done this before. I should yeah. have known it then. And I, I guess I don't pay attention to you. It's just like, you're my wife. So Dy- dynamite, dynamite, Danny. <laughs> dynamite, Danny. And he is my pick. I, I checked. It's my turn to go. Um, Basically, only loses to the top of the division, which Andre Feely is not. Especially Andre Feely on short notice is not um, going to be a way better striker. So the Danimal, I'm going by Danimal still. Danimal is my pick. Yeah, I like Dynamite Dan as well. Um, I, <laughs> Dan's pretty funny too, though. I think Dynamite Dan is the better play here for a couple of reasons. Number one, the short notice thing worries me about Feely, especially being a pretty big guy to begin with. You uh-huh. have to wonder where his cardio is going to be. I also don't think he can put Ige away. So we're going to see a stronger and stronger Ige as we go. I also think we're seeing better power out of Ige lately. Um, and I know, like you said, he's lost to the guys who are at the tippy top of the division. If you look at his record, I think I saw it was three and five in his last eight or something like that. Not, you know, that doesn't look great. But when you consider he's losing to the Calvin Caters of the world and whatnot, like it's respectable. And I think when we're seeing him against guys who are a little bit lower than that level, you know, like when he, he fought Gavin Tucker, he knocked Gavin Tucker out hard. And Feely... He, he's not using tall guy defense, so I'm not going to hit him with that one yet, but <laughs> he is hittable, right? Like he, he is a guy who gets in dust ups and I think Ige could tag him here and finish him. I would totally not be surprised by a knockout finish from Ige. I could also see Ige just like working him so much and tiring him out on the short notice thing that he gets a late finish that way too. So yeah, give me Dan Ige here. Yeah. Ige's uh, guy is going to push the pace and, and stay in uh, in Feely's face. So you don't want to fight that guy like, on short notice. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the Danimal, Dynamite Danimal, Ige is our pick. Uh, maybe he won fifty k, Gumby. How many times has he won fifty k? Not very often, I don't think. Not often. Check. I don't think. You need to know that. <laughs> Ever since he switched to his nickname, has it worked? That's why. That's his nickname. That's why we don't like it. Also, because he did it to pander to the bosses to try to get a bonus. He's won three performance of the night bonuses. So I don't know. 150 lot, grand, I guess. A lot, of, it. a lot of fights for that. <laughs> but, but you wouldn't go by the nickname 50K to, to get for another something I've done bucks? For something I've done three times? No, nah, probably yeah. not for something I've done three times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, main event time. Jack Hermanson. Oh, boy, Jack Hermanson in a main event. That's what we want to see. Uh, Viting Joe Pfeiffer. Five five-minute rounds at what weight class, Gumby? Middleweight. Middleweight, of course. Joker from Sweden. Pfeiffer from the United States of America. Damn it. Uh, the Joker. 
Jack Hermanson, 23 and 8, 11 knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. 10 and 6 in the UFC. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss is the pattern. We used to have more patterns, I believe, back in the day. But anyhow, <laughs> seven, because I, I tracked the stats for a while there. Uh, I remember seven straight fights. He has swapped losses and wins. So for what it's worth, he did lose his last fight via TKO. was back in December of 2022. He's got multiple two championships on his mantle. Crack, get the shirt, sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. Oh, and two in Bellator. I didn't realize he was in Bellator before. Did you realize that? Jack Hermanson? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was like way back in the uh, Bellator trying to go to Europe days. Okay. Yeah, it would have been way back. Obviously, he's been in the UFC for a long time. Uh, 2010 Pro MMA debut, two inches reach on Pfeiffer, more active landing strikes. Uh, he's got a very good, solid strike differential in the UFC, a plus point, plus, excuse me, 1.45. Plus 220 is the number on him. Body bags, Joe Pfeiffer. His real name, nickname is B, like Joe Pfeiffer. 12 and 2, eight knockouts, three submissions. Been knocked out once, submitted once. So he owes his rounds? Question mark. Yes, he owes his rounds. Statement. 3 and 0 in the UFC, five straight wins, all via finish. Has not lost since August 2020. That was on the contender series where he went one and one. Multi region championships on his mantle. Correct. Get that shirt. Sportsgamblingpockets.com slash store. Inch height on Hermanson, eight years younger. That may be the key stat there. Let's let's give you an update on that. Fighters that are five years younger or more than their opponent win sixty four percent of the time, sixty nine percent this year, sixty nine. Uh, better striking stats, better grappling stats for Hermanson. He's outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by one point three strikes per minute, minus two fifty. As I go get a power cord, Gummy's going to break do his breakdown. I'm going to listen. All right, I'm going to save my my Bellator. Uh, well, no, if you can hear me, I'm going to tell you about uh, Jack Hermanson and Bellator anyway. Uh, turns out he was not part of their rush to Europe because he fought in Hammond, Indiana and Lewiston, Maine, which are not in Europe, just for the record. Uh, I'm going with Jack Joe Piper here. I like Jack Hermanson a lot. I've always liked Jack Hermanson a lot, but the thing he does the best is he works on the ground. He looks excellent on the mat. He's got good jujitsu skills. He's one of those people who, I mean, like, look what happened when he got Calvin Gastelum down. He just made Calvin Gastelum look like he's never grappled before. I don't think he has any choice about when this fight goes to the mat. I think if Joe Piper wants him to box, he's not going to be able to then take Joe Piper down. I also don't think he's got some sort of like massive cardio advantage or he's got, I mean, he definitely does not have a striking advantage. So I think Joe Piper just blisters him on the feet. I think if he wants to go to the ground, he could, and he had plenty of top game for him. So yeah, give me, give me Joe Piper here. It doesn't really matter the number for me. I, I don't think you can bag Jack Hermanson at all here. Yeah. This is the right kind of matchup for Joe Piper. It, it's, it is a big step up, but it's a guy who's pretty much on the down swing, you would think, uh, of his career. The right type of fighter, too. Um, and Hermans and Pfeiffer is going to be so much younger. And well, he is so much younger. He's not going to be. He is so much younger. He's going to be so much more physical. Um, be able to really put it to Hermans. And so, yeah, Pfeiffer is my pick as well here. All right, will his mythical girlfriend show up, Gumby? It's an apex. I, I know that. I know that John will be looking. So, <laughs> yeah, never. I, I think people imagined her because she's never been found, even on <laughs> even on like the footage, like uh, the footage on uh, Fight Pass. I don't think you can find her either. So they've, they've scrubbed her from scrubbed. the internet. <laughs> exactly. All right. As recap, and then we will get you our fancy place. We both have Piper. We both have Ege. Both have Brice Brisic. Brisic. <laughs> I'm still doing it. It's not even a hard name. Brisic. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Brysick. 
how often are you wrong though? Yeah, I never call you out on these. People chat. call I me out assume. once in a while. Uh, That's true. But, but Someone did. It was. I'd say I'm right more than I'm not right. There you go. <laughs> World traveler Gumby Vreeland. Um, who else we got? Gumby Hodhigas. I, yeah. <laughs> I know how to say hobo hobo cop Hodhigas. I have Johnson. He has flowers. <laughs> Can you imagine both of us are picking these fighters in, this year? <laughs> Something we never thought would happen, but here we are. Uh, he has Vieira. I have Petrosian. So a little, a little uh, different picks here, but you got both sides of the, of the uh, spectrum of the fight there. All right. Before we give you our fancy picks, I'm going to tell you about our final ad read. And Gumby's going to pay attention this time, so you won't question that I did it. It's Hall <laughs> of Fame bets, Gumby. Don't you run away this time. Win bigger by betting spread of the NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with his with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bats revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bats to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bats app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Um... Locks, dogs, props, and a parlay to get you even more money than we're already going to get you on this episode. Um, my turn, your turn. Do you remember whose turn it is to kick it off, Gumby? It doesn't really matter movie. to me. I think you went last week, but I, I can go. Okay, go. You, you go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go, go for my lock of the week. I had it down to two, but I'm going to go Zach Pounga, negative uh, 125. I, I can't believe that line's where it is. I don't know if I'm falling in love with the line more than the fighter because there was another fight where I kind of like the fighter uh, a little bit more. But, man, I, I just can't believe his line is there. I think he's going to absolutely smash uh, Bogdan Guskov. So give me Pounga. Is he going to smish him or just or smash? Which one? Smish, a or smish. an E? He's going to smish and smash. Oh, boy. Both. Um, I had it down to two fights as well, and that was one of them got me. I wonder if your other one is the one I'm going to pick. Brysick, minus 195. It's not, but that one, uh, no. that one was on there too. I like Brysick. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, you, you might see Brysick show up again in a second. <laughs> All right. Go ahead for your dog. All right, so for my dog of the week, uh, I'm going to take Brutal Brazil, uh, plus 225. Uh, I've only got three dogs on the whole card, um, and she's one of them. And I, I'll be honest, I, I think she's the one I feel the most confident in, despite the fact that her number's the highest. Uh, I think that physicality is going to play up against Loma. Uh, I was too much of a coward to take that, so I'm taking Petrosi and that even money plus 100, but I'm in on Brazil as well. Yeah, that's a wimpy one. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> for my prop of the week. Uh, I'm going to take the aforementioned Robert Bryzik. Uh I'm going to – so I, I went shopping for lines here on this one because I think he's going to win by knockout, and I think he's going to win by knockout in the first round because uh, that's just kind of his style. Uh, so first I looked for his knockout prop, and it wasn't all that pretty. It was like negative 165. Yeah, uh, and then I saw his first round prop, and that was a plus a buck fifty uh, to get it done in the first round. And then I combined them, and it's plus one sixty five for a KO in the first round. So I, I don't think he's gonna sub him. So I'm gonna take that last plus fifteen too and jack it on there. I'm gonna say uh, Brysic by first round KO plus one sixty five is gonna be my prop. 
Yeah, I was I was looking for his knockout props as well, and it yeah, wasn't that great. Straight, no, it's not. It's <laughs> you might not, as well yeah. take the money line. <laughs> yeah. So I, I found a better knockout prop that I like. Hobocop, Hot he gets. He's going to knock up Brad Tavares plus two thirty. Wow, that's a, that's a spicy going, line. Going hard in the paint. I am. Well, I don't see why it can't happen. Yeah. That's no, Hobocop I don't either. Does. He knocks people yeah. out. All right. Paunga and Brysic are our locks. Brazil. And Petrosian are our dogs. Well, Petrosian is not Gumby's dog. Uh, Brysik, first round knockout, and Hadhiga's knockout. Anytime knockout. All right, Gumby, Hungry Man Jong, super fan parlay, a two fight parlay. Go ahead. So we've been uh, we've been talking about KOs a little bit here, uh, and I'm going to indulge you with some KO props uh, in order to build this bad boy. Uh, we're going to start with Dan Ige's KO prop. I told you earlier on in the show that I think he's going to find that chin of Andre Feely. Uh, would not surprise me at all as hittable as Philly is. Plus 250 on the KO crop for Danny Gay. Really like that one quite a bit. Uh, and I'm going to combine that with one that I know Jeff over here is not a big fan of. Hey. I'm I'm going to go with Jeremiah Wells' KO prop. How about that one for you? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm Je- fine with that. Yeah, Jeremiah Wells throws those bungalows. So like, if he <laughs> lands one of those on... Max Griffin, I can see Max Griffin going to sleep. I mean, he put out Court McGee. Like, if you put out Court McGee, I trust your KO power. Plus 450 on the KO prop for uh, Jeremiah Wales, which is a big old number. Uh, so when we combine that along with Ige's one, we're going to get plus 1825, which is – Whoa, uh, that feels, feels good to me. It does. All right. Ige knockout, Wells knockout, plus 1825. There. Now you're all set for the weekend. For the UFC fights, and you're set for the regional stuff too. If you've listened back to our LFA and Octagon episodes as well, so you're all set. You don't even have even have to watch football this weekend. You can uh, do all uh, just stick with MMA and win money there. Um, all right, we will be in the Discord. Regardless, we will be in the Discord. Even if you want to talk football, there's a channel for that. But we're usually hanging out in the fights channel there, sportsgamingpodcast.com/slash/discord. Uh, Twitter, Gumby runs the account for us at SGPN MMA. He also is at Gumby Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer there and on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube, so we can get our subscriber numbers up there. Uh, what else should you do? You can subscribe to my Substack, moneymma.substack.com, moneymma.substack.com, and you can enter my free pick'em UFC Pick'em Contest win yourself a $50 gift card. Uh, and Gumby's got Top Turtle MMA podcast. Tell the people who's on it, who are on it. This uh, week. We're, we're talking with Devin the Brown Bear Clark, who's getting ready for his fight on this card, as well as the hottest flyweight prospect in the world at the moment, Antoine Ho. <laughs> Antoine, all one word, first name, <laughs> Antoine, last name Ho. Um, <laughs> sounds like a character from In Living Color. Uh, all right. That's way as well before your time, though. It is. You don't remember In Living Color, do you? I don't. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, so that's Top Turtle. And, of course, the mothership is sportsgamblingpodcast.com and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Gumby, bid us bid the people farewell. All right, I'm Danny Gumby Vreeland. He's Jeff Touchy Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.